Grab a cup of tea. Let's chat. Hey, I'm Lisa and welcome to In Pursuit. I'm all about creating conversation and sharing my ideas on the world and that's what this platform is. This podcast is all about conversation and innovation and just reaching those hard to talk about topics. I hope to present new ideas and just spark a curiosity in you. Also, I am a big lover of tea. So grab a cup of tea. Let's chat. So I know I already promoted my merch in the last episode, but I'm just going to have to shout it out again and I probably will be for the next few episodes. So I am currently wearing the crew neck and if you go on the website, you can just see how the designs look and see how they're all like and it's so comfy and I'm loving it. So grab yourself something, some t-shirt or crew neck or something and chill in it, get some tea and it'll be like we are having an in-person conversation. No, but actually the stuff is so, so cute and um, I really like how they came out. So for the first 30 days, the crew neck, which is the one that I'm wearing right now, is going to be $15 off with the code IP15, like in pursuit, number 15 for $15. And then the tote bag is going to be free shipping if you use the code peppermint and i'm not sure how like the free shipping stuff works like i know it doesn't work on the t-shirt or the sticker by themselves but if you combine some things it might work so just try like messing around with ip15 and peppermint they're both in the details down below but definitely check out like the tote and the crew neck those are definitely my favorite items and it's so so comfortable and i'd love for you guys to just Check them out and show your support that way and let me know what you think. Okay, in the last episode, I kind of touched on how this pandemic has brought out a lot of different emotions. It's kind of just brought everything to light. You know, all those like thoughts that kind of get stuck in between like the busyness of life. Now that there's not much busyness going on, I feel like they're just really coming out. And so in all of it, um, I was just sharing how Sometimes it's hard to be like in the house and just at home and not around people that you're used to seeing all the time. So kind of just going into my worst fears, I thought it was a good way to end this series, a good way to end this last um, episode of the week. And it started off with taking advantage of where you're at and then went into the idea behind, oh, when this is all over, when this pandemic is over. And lastly, we're wrapping it up with fear and some things that I'm scared of. I just wanted to share them with you guys and encourage you guys to share your fears and anxieties with those around you and people around you in your life who love you and want to hear those things. And so this quarantine has really showed me that I'm not as daring as I would like to believe. And I feel like I've always been labeled as like bold and daring and I think I come across that way to like my family and my friends and like even on this podcast just because this is all about like innovation and being the best version of yourself and facing everything that you're scared of with like just being bold and courageous and everything but I think that's it's definitely important to recognize what you're scared of and not be afraid to bring those to light and share them with those around you so I'm going to be sharing some of the things that I'm scared of with you guys today. 
but as I was saying, I've definitely come across as bold and daring, and I feel like I've just always been this way since I was younger. I was the kind of kid who was not afraid of getting shots. Like, even when I was four years old, I would just watch the doctor or nurse, like, give me a shot and not cry or not be phased by the fact that a needle was going in my arm. And then when I was around 12, um, my dad went skydiving, actually, and I was like, oh my goodness, I want to go. But they were like, no, you, like, you have to be 18. So I was like, okay, I'm going to come back when I'm 18. And so ever since I was 12, I was like, on my 18th birthday, and my birthday is like July 18th, so my 18th birthday is my golden birthday. So I was like, it's going to be my golden birthday, it has to be big and bold, and I'm going to go skydiving. And that was like my plan for like six years. And when I was 18, like I did it, I went skydiving. And I will admit, once we were up in the plane, like the pilot kept going like higher and higher and I was like, you know what, this is a good distance to jump from. Like I'd be totally fine jumping from here, but we ended up going up to like 9,000 feet and it was a really fun experience, but I've never been scared of like doing daring stuff like that, I guess. Like I think the idea of stuff like that, I'm kind of just like, oh, I just want to try it just once and or I'll always just try something. And the same goes for when I was a kid and like going on roller coasters and all of the theme park things. I was the kid who went on everything. And I remember one time I invited one of my childhood friends. I invited her to Adventureland is what we have in Iowa. And I was like, listen, you can only come with me if you're going to go on all the rides. And she's like, yeah, yeah, uh, totally, totally. And I knew she was the type of person who was like, say one thing, but then once you're actually there, she's like, mm, I don't know. So I was like, no, seriously, you have to go on all the rides with me because I love going on everything and she's like no lisa like i promise i'll go on everything and it was cute we were little so we wore like matching outfits and we went with my parents and everyone was like oh my goodness are they twins and once we got there what did she do she didn't go on any of the rides with me and i remember just being so upset with her i was like you literally told me you'd go on everything and i went i ended up going on rides with my dad and <laughs> i was just so upset but even when i was younger i loved roller coasters and just things that people find like I guess typically scary or typically daunting I would kind of just look at it and be like no I can do that like it'll be over before I even know it you know and I was never really phased by that kind of stuff but that just goes to show like we're kind of introducing to you guys that I've never really I'm not the kind of person who lets like daunting tasks or things kind of get to me but I definitely let uncertainty get to me and like just the unknown and like not knowing stuff really I feel like makes me anxious and not knowing what's going to happen or not knowing like the outcome of a situa situation I think makes me feel uneasy so I don't think that's a bad thing I think that's definitely like an important thing to recognize especially like in a pandemic and just the fact that we're not going to know when we're going back to school or work or when we're going to be able to do some things that we're used to and just not really knowing what's going on um i think makes a lot of people feel uneasy and that's okay i think it's definitely just important to recognize that and talk with someone about it so by sharing these things with you guys today i hope to just kind of get that message across that like don't be afraid to share those things that make you afraid because I think that 
um, kind of just bringing in or hiding in your fears or keeping something to yourself really just gives it power over you, you know, like not acknowledging something or hiding it from someone that you love makes it scarier for yourself because you're not able to share that. And so I think that sharing your fears is definitely a way to make them less real and in a sense give yourself power over them. And that's kind of just what I'm going to be talking about today. And I wanted to continue the conversation on, I think, or this week has been just taking advantage of where you're at and also recognizing that things might not go back to normal in a sense of, or what we really deemed as normal before the pandemic. And also in that, finding the beauty and the growth in those ideas and So by sharing my fears, I'm encouraging you guys to share your own and call someone, text someone, bring someone in from your family, be like, yo, this really scares me and I'm going to make it less real or I'm going to give myself power over it by talking to you about it. So that being said, let me just dive into what scares me the most. (laughs) To begin with, I'm really, really scared of flying and I don't know when this happened or where this came from because when I was younger I really enjoyed flying and I love like I love traveling and like being new places experiencing new things and I'm not really scared of like I don't know what, what it is about flying that I don't like oh no I know when it originated so the first time I went to Kenya I was 11 and I went with some family friends and that was the first time that I'd flown over an ocean at least f- since I could remember because I came here when I was three and other than that we had flown within the United States so flying over the ocean and like seeing the plane over the map I remember that I just had to like make myself watch something or just close my eyes and sleep because I couldn't like watch the plane going over the ocean and maybe it's just oceans man but that really that's when my fear of flying started and then ever since I just don't like being in the air like I'm ready for the flight to be over and then oh when there's turbulence it's over that mm, I just get so uneasy and like clench my jaw a little bit and I'm just so like unsettled when I'm flying so definitely have to like put in music and like just distract myself from the idea that I'm in the air in a giant like piece of metal (laughs) and it's so weird like that's ironic because I definitely jumped out of a plane but maybe like jumping out of it I was like oh I have a parachute I am somewhat in control but when you're flying, you're just like, oh, I don't know the person who's behind the wheel, but I trust them. I don't know. I don't think there's any logic behind it, but I just get really uneasy during flights and I do not like flying whatsoever, but I love traveling though. And I definitely love being in new places. If there was another way to get there that was not by ship, I would totally be on that. That being said, I think I am totally afraid of the ocean. Um, I love going to the beach and I love swimming in the ocean, but I love swimming in the ocean when I can see the shore. I ooh, I haven't even been on a cruise or anything or I haven't even like been in the situation been in a situation where I can't see the shore. Like so I live in the Bay Area and we have um cruises where you can kind of just tour around the San Francisco Bridge or the Golden Gate Bridge and like Alcatraz and stuff. And so I've done that and like I'm totally fine, but I think that's because I can like see land and I'm like if worse came to worse, I could I think I could make it to that piece of land. But the idea of being on like a giant cruise ship 
where like you're in the middle of the ocean and it's like so big and there's so many people on it oh i don't think i could do that like if you ever find me on a cruise, just know that I've accepted death at that point. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I think that I don't know what it is about it because it's not like I watched the Titanic and then I was like, oh, I'm never going on a cruise. I just never really was up for a cruise. My family once talked about taking one from San Francisco to Alaska and I was like, I will fly. I would rather fly actually than go on a cruise. I was like, I will meet y'all there. But I just think that like the ocean is so deep and like unknown there come there comes anxiety of the unknown it's so like scary just because there's parts of it that like we haven't even explored and I think that blows my mind because we've like gone to the moon and we have explored space but we don't even know the depths of our own ocean and we live here on earth that's just creepy and scary and you don't know what's down there so you'll never catch me on a cruise and if I cannot see the shore, I'm not trying to be in the ocean. Okay, I don't know how I expect to like transport or be in transportation because my next one is like, I'm low-key scared of driving. I don't know why. I really enjoyed like the process of like getting a permit and a license and I was so excited when I was like 14 because we used to live in Iowa and you can get your permit when you're 14 so i remember being like so excited to get my permit and then when i was 16 i was so excited to get my license and then in high school like drove to school and back you know that's fun and dandy and all but then kind of like college and stuff i kind of just it's not i don't like the idea of being behind a big piece of metal i don't know i definitely pr prefer when other people are driving um maybe i'm not terrified of it but I just prefer like if someone else can drive, they do it. I don't know how I expect to get around. Maybe by foot, by public transport. But mm, driving, ooh, cruises, flying, all of it. All of it. I'm very, very scared. And I am also scared of the dark, like low-key. Yeah, I don't I don't even have an explanation for that. It's it's been a thing since I was a kid. I definitely always like slept with a nightlight or we had a nightlight like in the hallway. Then growing up, I just continued to have a light. Um, and then, okay, it's not like I sleep with the light on, but I have like Christmas lights in my room and I definitely leave those on overnight. And yeah, I'm just a grown woman sleeping with the lights on. Do not make fun of me. And then I am also scared of someone being in the backseat when I get into a car at night. But that just might be because I watch too many crime shows. Like, in Criminal Minds and, like, Blacklist or something, there's always that one, like, girl who gets into her car and then someone is in the backseat and, like, puts a knife to her throat or something. Or someone comes and, like, threatens you. And so, sometimes I'll, like, check before I get in the driver's seat. That's just, like, being paranoid because I don't think anyone's out to get me. But I'm always scared that someone is back there. And then... I know that they advise you to like get out of your car as soon as you park like not stay in your car if you're by yourself and so i'm always like out as soon as i park like i am onto my next agenda i don't really stay in the car much mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. okay my next ones are actually deep like they're actual fears um i am scared of being a bothersome to people and i'm definitely scared not scared but I hesitate asking for help and I think this stems like in the past I've been told that I was annoying or just even like 
elementary, middle school, you know when you can tell that like a group of people don't really want you around or like they find your presence kind of just annoying or they just don't really acknowledge that you're there or acknowledging the conversation. So I don't know, that's a little deep, but I think that definitely just kind of carried on in the back of my head. Like once someone calls you annoying, I feel like that never kind of leaves you. And so now I'm at a place where I just don't like to ask people for help or like I I won't reach out to someone as often, I guess, just because I'm like, maybe I've done too much. And even going back to school and I'm moving out of my apartment, my mom and I were trying to brainstorm, okay, like who can, who can help you move out? Because, I mean, you have like two friends in mind, but who else could you think could help you? And I'm like, I don't know. I really don't want to ask someone to like most of our family friends live two hours away from my school and I was like I don't really want to bother someone to drive two hours just to move me out and then drive two hours home you know just like no people are happy to help like they would love to but just in the back of my mind I always see it as like I'm bothering someone and that's such a toxic mindset and it's really really bad but I am acknowledging it and that is one step guys that is one step. Another fear of mine is failing at something I worked really hard for and I think this definitely stemmed in high school. Kind of even just like auditioning for show choir or trying out for sports or something. You know you like train really hard and you practice for weeks and you get a routine down and then it's like scary to think that you might not get that and I mean definitely normal and definitely like acceptable not not acceptable but definitely understandable and it's easy to kind of get like lost in the what ifs what if I don't make it what if I fail what if I lose but at the end of the day like just be proud that you put in so much work to get where you are and just that you put yourself out there I think that's really important and then also like in college and just like Last semester and this semester, I definitely had academic goals for myself, and I think it's really especially hard when you set a goal for yourself because it's like your own expectations. In failing at your own expectations, I think is worse than failing for an expectation that someone else has for you because you kind of let yourself down, and that's more that's personal. Like that hurts, but so just the idea of like failing at an expectation that you set for yourself or something that you're just working really, really hard for, I think is really scary. And I definitely had a goal this semester and turning in like my exams and like pressing that final go button on my assignments was so, so scary. Cause I was like, if I don't get this, I'm going to feel like I failed myself, you know, but just know that you worked hard and know that you literally put your best foot forward. And so that's all that matters at the end of the day it's definitely good to see like a reflection of your hard work but sometimes that is not always there and that's okay but that is one of my fears another fear of mine is i am scared of losing myself and i think this can definitely be said after like two years of college and like two years of that experience and i think when you're in so many different settings and you're surrounded by so many different people it's easy to look at what other people are doing around you and look at 
what other people are studying and how they're spending their time and who they're around and how they look and how they're performing in class and it's like easy to not only compare yourself but also start to mold and shape and do someone that you are seeing around you or kind of just a reflection of the people that are around you and that's something that really really scares me because I don't know I I like who I am I guess and I like my spirit and I like my high energy and so just thinking that like being because okay I'm a big people pleaser and so just trying to like liking trying to have the people around you like you can kind of make you lose yourself in a way is kind of scary and that is one thing that I hope I never really go through because I think everyone kind of goes through it in bits and you kind of start doing something you're like oh wait that's something that I usually wouldn't do or you start changing something about yourself and you're like wait why did I change this and I think recognizing that a is important and then also just always kind of going back to like yourself and your values and realizing things that you love about yourself and what are you why are you changing something is it because you want to grow and improve or is it because you are trying to become like the people around you and so just again bringing those to light and always kind of checking in with yourself always kind of asking yourself why am I doing what I'm doing um, is definitely a step in the right direction and lastly I'm scared of losing a loved one um, I think it's really just kind of more present in today's world and more prevalent nowadays just the idea of death and it's so scary and yeah I think that one speaks for itself it's so real and really daunting but I that's one thing that really really scares me okay we just got really deep and vulnerable and I just wanted to share some things that scare me and they can be mine are as silly as being afraid of the dark to being afraid of losing a loved one and I think that all fears are relevant and prevalent in your life and that's okay I just think it's important to acknowledge what scares you um, as silly or as real as they are and if you guys don't want to share them with someone or it's something a little too personal I encourage you to write it down and just allow yourself to express something that way or just go through a daunting memory and walk yourself through something or walk yourself through a scenario and kind of just take charge of your emotions as you're going through something that scares you you know I think that saying it out loud starts bringing the idea and the awareness that you are in control and more importantly God is in control um actually earlier this week when final grades were coming out I refreshed my grades and I saw like my five core classes were in but I was waiting on three um one credit classes and one of them was my RA class and you have to pass it in order to be an RA so I immediately start panicking because all the other classes are in except for like two and this class is one of them and I'm like if I don't pass this that's my job you know that it's in the criteria to pass this class and so I start like going back through my assignments and I'm like okay did I do everything because I definitely did things like I wouldn't say rushed but I did 
all the assignments in like a span of a few days because I just wanted to get them out of the way. So I was like, did I turn everything in right? And I realized that I turned in, I, or I forgot to turn in an assignment and I completely finished it and it was done and I found it in my um, documents, but I don't know how I didn't turn it in. And I like, okay, I start freaking out and I'm like checking the syllabus and I'm like, okay, because some of the assignments were graded and some of them were just checked completed or not. And I was like, okay, maybe it's just the ones that were graded that you have to do. And I checked the syllabus and it's like, no, all assignments have to be turned in in order for you to be in good standing in this class. And it's not even for a grade, it's just for a pass or fail and you have to pass in order to be an RA in the fall. And so I'm like panicking and I email my teachers because or professors, we had two of them. And I'm like, oh my goodness, just like one dumb mistake what might cost me my job. And I'm so, so worried. And immediately I just, I was like, you know what? This is no longer in my hands and I'm going to take all my fears and all my worries and all my anxiety and I'm just going to give them to God. And in that moment, I just prayed and I was like, God, I trust you in this situation. I trust that the outcome of the situation is in your plan and in your will. And I'm just going to give this problem to you because at this point, I have honestly done everything I can because grades were already due, grades were already in and like it's out of my control and I'm just going to give it to God because at that point, if I'm worrying about something that is already out of my control, then I'm not doing myself any good, you know? So I just immediately cast my cares on the Lord and I was like, take control of the situation, please. And I was just overwhelmed with a sense of peace and I was immediately like that. I was like, well, I'm okay and I know that it's going to be okay. And then sure enough, like 10 minutes later, I refreshed the page and I got a satisfactory mark on that RA class and I got an email back from my professors and they were like you know what Lisa we saw that like you were really enthusiastic in this course and we thought that like one assignment shouldn't cost you your job and so don't worry you are in a good standing in this course and I was like I knew it because I was just so overwhelmed with peace and I was so okay in that moment as soon as I cast my cares to the Lord and so just kind of in the idea that there's so much anxiety behind not knowing what's going on in the world and not knowing the outcome of this pandemic, I think the most important thing is to cast your cares on God because he is ultimately the one who knows the outcome. He knows what you need in the situation and he will walk you through it and see you through it, no doubt. And so last episode, I talked about opening yourself up with someone and sharing your hard moments with those around you and I also shared when I was having a bad day earlier this weekend three people reached out to me and one of those people is named Trisha and this wasn't actually the first time she reached out she reached out more in the beginning of quarantine and stuff she just checked up on me and like said how are you doing and it was out of nowhere and I was like you know what Trisha I'm not having the best day and quarantine is taking a toll on me and I am not feeling at my best and she was like I'm praying Psalm 94 19 over you and just read this verse and pray over it and I'm thinking of you my heart's with you and whenever or if you want to FaceTime or something 
we can have a socially distanced walk and she just like immediately was like I'm right here and so this verse that she shared really just overwhelmed me with peace as well and I thought that it could do the same for you guys and so I just wanted to share it and it says unless the Lord has given me help I would soon have dealt the silence of death when I said my foot is slipping your unfailing love Lord supported me and then verse 19 continues to say when anxiety was great within me your consolation brought me joy so that is Psalm 94:19 again, and I just wanted to share it and present it to anyone who might be going through some anxieties of their own or might be feeling filled with fear in this pandemic and this self-isolation and just in a moment where all of our thoughts are coming to light and all of our fears are presenting themselves in different ways, I think it's important to cast your cares and Give your anxieties to God and allow him to bring you peace. And when people reach out to you, just say like how you're truly feeling and share what's going on because I assure you that you're not alone and no one's gonna think that you're bothersome or back to one of my fears when I thought I'm annoying. Someone's not going to be like, oh, they're taking up my time with their problems. They're gonna call and say, how can I be of help? and someone out there is wanting to be of help so just reach out or let someone reach out to you and be open and honest and vulnerable with what's going on in your heart what's scaring you the most and bring those fears to light so that you can take charge of them so that is all i have for you guys today thank you so much for tuning in and having a cup of tea with me um i'm so glad that I could just share that with you. It got a little deep and it got a little personal, but you know, you have to get deep and personal sometimes. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and I'll see you next time. Bye.